Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm excited. One thing that really catched my attention in that testimony, she said she refused to take the drug one month. And after that month, God showed up. This God is good. Please, if you don't trust this God, who help will you trust? Please, trust him. Nine years. Take note, they have been praying from the beginning up to then. Many of us, we quit when it's at the verge of a miracle. You are to pray until the miracle I'm going to sing this song, Jesus Answers Prayer. The Lord I serve answers prayer. The Lord I serve answers prayer. Jesus answers prayer. Jesus answers prayer. The Lord I serve answers prayer. The Lord I serve answers prayer. Hallelujah, Jesus answers prayer. Hallelujah, Jesus answers prayer. The Lord I serve answers prayer. The Lord I serve answers prayer. Amen. We are going to learn a song. That testimony already lined up the message of today. But as somebody here expecting something unique like this, and you're asking God, where will my home come? But God is coming to tell you, your own is already given to you. You have it already. Tell your neighbor you have it already. Just wait for it. And it shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus. The song says, I am what God says I am. I am what God says I am. I'm a winner. I'm not a loser. I am what God says I am. Hallelujah. I am what God says I am. Hallelujah. I am what God says I am. I am a winner. I'm not a loser. I am what God says I am. To now, I am what God says I am. Hallelujah! I am what God says I am. Victorious! I am victorious. I'm not defeated. I am what God says I am. Hallelujah! I am what God says I am. Hallelujah! I am what God. I am a success. I am a success. I'm not a failure. I am what God says I am. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You are going to turn that to prayer. I don't know what you are trusting God for. Say, Lord, I am a success and not a failure. I am a fruitful woman and not a barren woman. 
I have the job that I desire from God. I am promoted and not demoted. I am healed and not sick. I am healed and not sick. I am healed and not sick. I am promoted and not demoted. In the name of Jesus, my expectations are coming to pass. In the name of Jesus, all that I require from God, everything I require from God, I'm taking them in the name of Jesus. I'm taking what belongs to me in the name of Jesus. I'm taking what belongs to me in the name of Jesus. I am married and not single. In the name of Jesus. I am rich and not poor. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. So shall it be for you in the name of Jesus. Please put your hands together to take your seat. Amen. It's time we should just pray and go home. But God has done his job. The testimony of Jesus, they are the prophets. So the prophet already went ahead. You only need to key unto it. Praise the Lord. And what are we talking today? By the inspiration of the Holy Spirit on the topic, Abundant Potential. You see what I mean? The potential in her, the faith to back a car, the faith to disregard doctor's report and doctor's prescription, and to take what belongs to her. When she activated that faith, what happened? Ever hoped. Ephesians 2 4 to 9. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, Wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sin, had quickly us together with Christ by grace, ye are saved. Verse 6. And had raised us up together. Hello? Do you see where you are? You are raised up, up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. Where are you seated? Where are you seated? Good. And you are not sitting waiting for anything. You are not standing or doing anything. You are sitting by Jesus. You sit together with Jesus. What a wonderful privilege. That in the ages to come, verse 7, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace. That's the potential. And you are in that age that is to come. In that last day that is to come. In kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith. And are not of yourself. It is the gift of God. Freely given to you. Free of charge. You did not pay for it. Jesus paid for it. You don't struggle for it. You just inherit it. But, <laughs> are you truly manifesting it? He said, not of works, verse 9, lest any man should boast. <laughs> but, 
you are to maximally use this potential and not to abuse it. You abuse God when you do things that represent someone dwelling on this earth and not someone sitting with Jesus. And God is not happy with it. If your child does what is belittling you, how how do you feel? You feel very, very sad. Many of us, that is the way we treat ourselves. But this morning God is saying, you have in you the potential to be what God says you have. What is about that potential? It is divine, extraordinary, heavenly and limitless ability, power, endowment from heaven, which is gift given to every born again, then listen very well. Every believer, you are given this potential. The day you say, Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior, that potential automatically becomes your own. You automatically sit with Christ in heavenly places. In 2 Corinthians 4, 7, But we have these treasures in every vessel, that the excellency of power may be of God and not of us. Ephesians 4, 7. Say, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Ephesians 1, 3. Say, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with what? With all spiritual blessings. Do you see? With all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. For example, he has blessed you with divine empowerment. In Matthew 10, 7 to 8, he said, And ye go, and as ye go, preach, say, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Verse 8 said, Go and heal the sick. How many sick have you healed? Say, go and cleanse the leper. In our context today, it means go and heal those that have cancer. Because you are sick. It didn't say because you are a pastor. Go and raise the dead. I'm reading your Bible. It's in your Bible. It said, go and cast out devils. But you are running from devils. You are running from the devil. Freely ye have received, freely give. Romans 8, verse 28. Let's start 29. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of Christ. That's where I'm going. So, do you see who you are now? 
I'm trying to paint the picture of who you are in Christ. By the time you are saved, you are what? Conformed to the image of Christ. However, not all of all believers, not all of all, truly manifest this potential in all. Why? Because of ignorance, insensitivity to the things of the Spirit, because of laziness. Many of us, because of laziness, that is why you are not truly manifesting this potential that you have in you. I'll give you two examples. Because of my time, I'll rush through it. For you to know that, yes, you are born again, but are you truly manifesting the potential that you are made of? Open with me to Luke 16, 19 to 22. The story of Lazarus, a glorious and pathetic story. Did you hear that? It's a glorious story, but also what? Pathetic. Brother Lazarus was a beggar. He at the gate of an unbeliever. What an I saw. Let's read it so that you see, you see it. Luke 16, 19 to 22. There was a certain man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and feared sumptuously every day. So he lavished his money. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, a born-again believer. Do you see that? A born-again believer, brother Lazarus. What was he doing there? Begging. Which laid at his gate full of sore and sick. Begging, lack money and sick. And desiring. What do you desire? Brother Lazarus desire what? To be fed, not with the best food, but with what? With crumbs. What a pathetic lifestyle to be. And you're a believer. And fell from the rich man's treble, from crops, men for dogs, and he was struggling with dogs. But look at verse 22, the glorious part of the story. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by angels into the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. So there was nobody to even bury Brother Lazarus. Nobody to bury him. Now, what do I want to pick from this story? Brother Lazarus was holy. He had divine potential to live above sin, and he went to heaven. But that same potential was enough to make him live a colorful life. But he did not understand that. He did not activate that potential. The same power that makes Brother Lazarus to be holy is the same power that was enough to make him live above sin. To make him live above sickness. I beg your pardon. To make him what? Live above sickness. To make him command the situation and not be begging in the house of a unbeliever. It's, an, it's, a, it's a disgrace to the name of Jesus. For many of us, that's our situation. 
the Lazarus surrender to faith, F-A-T-E, and not to faith, F-A-I-T-H. What do you surrender to? Another story is the story of Paul, the apostle. In Matthew 16, 16 to 18, and it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel with a spirit of divination met us, which brought our master much gain by so saying. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High, which show unto us the way of salvation. And verse 18. And this lady, this girl, did this. How many days? How many days? Many days. It was shouting and supposedly commending the ministry of Paul. That these people are preaching Jesus. But what was he doing? There's a demon behind her that. Look at what Brother Paul did. But, verse 18, and this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, Brother Paul delayed the activation of the potential for many days. How many days have you delayed your miracle? The Bible says, Paul was grieved, and what did he do? He turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee, in the name of Jesus of Christ of Nazareth, come out of her. In the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. And what happened? Immediately, the demon vanished. Do you see yourself in that picture? How long have you tolerated the devil molesting you, harassing you, how long have you allowed the devil to be your neighbor? Remember I said, go and cast out devils. Brother Paul had the potential before the crusade started. But he left it unattended. And in the spiritual world also. Devil quoted scripture for your Jesus when he was tempting him. How much were you? And you don't read the Bible. He quoted scripture to Jesus. Meanwhile, he quoted it in. Let's look at the evidences of this potential that we are talking of. Evidences of the validity and the availability of this potential. In every believer, I'm very careful with that word, every believer, 
Let me just take you through that quickly. Number one, evidence. The value of your salvation. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, is a new creature, all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become what? New. Many of us, the only thing that changes when you get saved is your identity, your character. That's the only thing that changes. That's the understanding you have that yes, oh, now I will not commit sin again. But I can still permit sickness in my body. I can still be slapped by the devil and I will laugh. Jesus did not say when the devil slaps you on the right, you turn the left. No. If it's the devil, what do you do? You command him to go. He said you should cast devil, not tolerate the devil. Many of us, we only have understanding that yes, I am saved. I'm not committing sin. Great, like Brother Lazarus. But do you know that when you are saved, your mentality changes? That you are no longer ordinary. You are what? Extraordinary. That you don't dwell here on heart. Where are you dwelling? In heavenly places. With who? Jesus. Which means, when you give your life to Jesus, he said you dwell what? In heavenly places. It means you have the full benefit of heavenly citizens. You are not resident in heaven, like you are resident in Oman. You know, t- tomorrow they can say you, you go, and you go. Hello? Many of us, they are saying humanization, right? There is no humanization anywhere in the system. You are heaven citizen. You have the full benefit of what is obtainable in heaven. But here are you. Are you behaving like a resident of heaven? Or a citizen of heaven? You know the difference? You have the passport of heaven, not the visa. Hello? You are a citizen of heaven. Are you behaving like heavenly beings? Are you claiming what belongs to you as a citizen of heaven? Your thinking, your approach must change as salvation. That is what salvation means. Salvation is no, yes, are you born again? Yes, I'm born again. And the born again does not show in you like brother Lazarus. No. You are to dominate and not to be dominated. You are to be in charge and not to be charged over. That's the evidence number one. And also in Mark 16, 17 to 18, and he said, This sign shall follow them that believe. He didn't say this sign shall follow pastor. He didn't say this sign shall follow people that are very, very, very spiritual. No. See, as long as you are saved, this sign shall follow you. What are the signs? You will cast out devil and not run from them. You will speak with new tongues. You will pray and rule your word. You will take up serpent. That means you will do impossible things. Strange thing. You are supposed to be to do straight because you are heavenly. We don't know this guy. Where is he coming from? He said, I am not of you. I am where? In heavenly places. Many of us are even afraid to speak in tongues in the office. 
You speak in tongues. Say, what are you saying? No, I'm, I'm communicating with my, with my father. Hello? Hello? He said, they shall drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. What does that mean? It means when you even take anything poison, it becomes nutrients in your body. When bacteria flies anyhow, they say, oh, the weather is changing. Who told you the weather is changing? It's changing for the unbelievers and they are sick. Not for me. Because I am not, I am not controlled by the weather of this world. You are controlled by what? The weather of where? Heaven. And you think, so the weather is changing, so you have to have cough, you have to have fever. You have... No! Are you taking what Brother Lazarus said? He said, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You know what I mean? You will be a blessing. Not just you are blessed, you are saved to be a blessing. Number two, you inherited the generational potential from your father Abraham. The Bible calls him the father of faith. When you read Matthew 1, you see from Abraham to Isaac to Jacob to who? To David and to Jesus. That's why Jesus, your Jesus is called what? The son of David. So you, that you are saved, you have access to every blessing that is in Abraham. Look at the blessing. In Galatians 3, 29. And if ye be Christ, that if you are saved, then are ye Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. And in Genesis 12, 2. And I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. In Genesis 22, 17 also. It said that in blessing, I will bless thee. And I will multiply, in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed. Talking about you. Look at what he said again. As the stars of heaven, and as the sun which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of its enemy. Are you running from that gate, or you are in charge of that gate? Galatians 4.28 Say, now we brethren as Isaac was, are the children of promise. Let me go to the next point. Number three reason to show evidence that you have this, you have this potential in you. The John the Baptist. The Bible says it's the greatest of the Old Testament prophets. But who? The least of the New Testament believers. So it means you are greater than John the Baptist. Matthew 11, 11. What is in you is greater than what? What is in John the Baptist? Now, if John the Baptist is the greatest of all in the Old Testament, it means you are greater than Moses. Moses? <laughs> he said, Mo people I talk with, I speak with people anyhow, but my servant Moses, I speak to him mouth to mouth. Say, I will make you God to Pharaoh. You are supposed to be a God to your boss. A God to who? To your boss. Your boss should see you and be afraid. That this boy has come again. He will just mess me up. He knows more than me. There are many of us enjoying that privilege. <laughs> if you don't know. 
there are many of us enjoy what? That privilege. I'm not talking of money, boss. Hmm? Because what? Of what you know you carry. You carry this thing. You carry, you, it's a painful thing when you know you have something, you have something and you, you can imagine how your God will be doing. You carry something and you are not using it. It means you are greater than Joseph, a man that became prime minister in a strange land. It means there's no limit to what you can become in Oman if you are truly born again. Did you hear that? There's no limit of business you cannot do in this land if you are truly born again. You say, oh, they don't promote them. No, that's not you. Because you are not citizen of this world. It means you are greater than Solomon. It's Matthew 12, 42 says, greater than Solomon is here. It means in wisdom you surpass Solomon, but not in marrying 100, 1,000 wives. <laughs> Praise God. You are greater than Solomon. In what? In wisdom. You are greater than Elisha and Elijah. If I be a man of God, let fire come down and consume them. And it was so. And you are running from your enemies. The Bible says you are greater than Elijah. What is in you? Who? You are greater than Elisha. Elisha, that a whole nation came to fight. They came with matches, they came with rabbits, gun, whatever. The man was just sipping tea. Say, God, open the eyes of my servant. Let him see what I carry. The potential of army I have compared to this small army. And the Bible says, Elisha led them. Elisha molested them. That is how you should be molesting all your enemies. No matter how big they come. A whole nation coming to meet one man, Elisha, and he molested them with that taking a gun, you have greater potential than that man. And the last evidence is the ultimate evidence which is Christ in you. <laughs> Christ in what? Christ in you. You carry Christ in you. Galatians 2.20 He said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. When you read these scriptures, no, I was doing a study. And the man called Max Lucado discovered that in the scriptures, Paul mentioned in Christ, in Christ, in him, 216 times. And John mentioned it 26 times. To show the evidence that you are not what you say you are. You are what God says you are. You have Jesus living in you. Which means any sickness not permitted to touch Jesus is not permitted to touch you. Any devil that is not permitted to harass Jesus cannot harass you. That is the potential you have, and I want you to realize that and activate it this morning and for the rest of your life. Now, in First John 4, 4, it says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you.
I need to start rounding up now. Okay, let's go to John 14, 12. John 14, 12. That is the most striking part evidence. He said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, this is Jesus talking. He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Who is talking? Jesus. Jesus said, What I did, you will do. And what did he say again? And greater works than these shall he do, before I go to my father. What does that mean? You are permitted, you are authorized, you are empowered, you are commanded to do what Jesus did and even do greater works. Did you hear that? Jesus said, what I did you will do. That one is even, it, 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 I'm sure it, it will blow your mind. Now he said, you will do what I did and even do greater works. But are you doing it? Finally, let's round up this message because of our time. How do you activate and enforce and manifest this potential? I know somebody is waiting for this. How do I activate, enforce, and manifest this potential? You activate it again by studying this world. Until you see it, or you hear it as you are hearing it now, you cannot become it. Until you study and you see it, it's difficult for you to know what to carry. You have heard it today, but if it, even if it does not mix with faith in you, it is not possible. And by the way, that you, you hear a message like this, and you try, it's not working for you. Does it mean God is not God? No. It is you that did not wait until the full manifestation. That you have prayed. Our sister prayed for nine years. But God answered when? At his own appointed time. God appeared at his own appointed time. And the Bible says, when the Lord turned back the captivity of Zion, we were like them that what? That dreamed. Activate it by studying its word to discover the mystery, the potential, the grace, everything he has given you because you stay with him in heavenly places. Proverbs 4, 7. Say, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and with all that get it, get understanding. Also, second. God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and understanding. In prayer. You don't stop declaring it. Yes, I am what God says I am. Devil, I refuse to I refuse to agree with you. God says I'm a winner. I am not a loser. You begin to declare it even in the midst of unfavorable circumstances. 
for many of us, you want to see before you believe. No. You are to declare it until what? You take it. You enforce it with prayer and fasting. The disciples were trying to, to activate the potential. But Jesus said, oh, folks, you have tried. But there are something to remaining. You guys, you are not praying and fasting. If you pray and fast, you'll be able to do it. The disciples have the potential, but they could not enforce it because what? They were not fasting. You have opportunity from tomorrow. You want to be victorious? Be part of that fasting. And the last one, manifest it by declaring it. By living it. By acting it. By professing it. By confessing it. And by acting it. It's not that, oh, after pastor declare in the church. When you get out, you are, the same, you are using your mouth to say the contrary. No, it doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. You are not to use your mouth to say anything contrary to the word of God. You are what God says you are, not what doctor says you are, not what you say you are, but what God says you are. And finally, let's be on our faith. Let's be on our faith. I'm sure God has spoken to someone here. I'm saying that you need to sustain your salvation. But you are here, you are not born again. Let me read this scripture for you. Romans 5 says, But God commanded his love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. What does that mean? Even Jesus died for the unbelievers. He has given them the potential, but it can only be activated as salvation. You are here, you are not born again, every eye is closed. I want to raise your hand unto the Lord just to help you. You cannot activate or manifest this potential if you are not born again. Is anybody there? You know you are not born again. God is looking at you. God knows who you are. And you know yourself that you are not born again. Please raise up your hand. I want to pray with you. You know you are not born again and you are here before we go ahead to pray. God is interested in you so that you manifest this potential. Is anybody raising hands? You know you are not born again. Please raise up your hand so that I can pray with you. And God will receive you. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. I know there are some people, other people, you are there, you are not born again. Whatever we have said today is going to be a story for you. You cannot exhibit it. I'm going to pray with you, sir. Please say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life unto you today. Please accept me as your son. I promise not to go back to my sin again. I am saved because Jesus is my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Lord, I thank you for your son. For he has declared that you are his Lord and personal Savior. So I declare that this potential, 
that you have deposited in him, because he is saved today, shall be fully manifested in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we have prayed. You are going to pray for yourself. You are going to declare what are you? Who are you? What is your expectation from God? Say, I am what God you say I have. I am a victor, not a victim. Go ahead and declare what you have. Go ahead and activate your potential. I am victorious and not defeated. In the name of Jesus. I am favored on every side. In the name of Jesus. I am going forward and never backward. I shall no longer be molested. I shall no longer be harassed by the devil. In the name of Jesus. I am possessing my possession. In the name of Jesus. I am taking what belongs to me. My job, my increase, my favor. My wife, my husband. Hey, my God, I am taking that which belongs to me. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I declare concerning you from today onward, no more travail, no more pain in the name of Jesus. No more harassment of the devil in the name of Jesus. Everything you lay your hands on shall prosper in the name of Jesus. You will no longer run from your enemy. Your enemy will run from you in the name of Jesus. As you declare it so, shall it be in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Let's just continue to thank the Lord for what He has impressed upon us today. Our God is a God of provision. Our God is a God of protection. It's God who takes us forward. But God is asking us to activate that protection in our life. Do we want to activate it or not?